0: Thank you for listening to the Zaner Ministries podcast with Evangelist Nick Zaner. To stay connected, check us out on Instagram, Facebook, or at zanerministries.com. Now, here's Evangelist Nick. The walk on water. The Bible gives us an example in Matthew of Jesus walking on water. The Bible says that Jesus was alone praying at night. And he sent his disciples to cross the sea while he stayed back to pray. And while his disciples were crossing the sea, the Bible says that trouble rose, a strong wind began to blow, the waves were getting heavy and big. And this was about three o'clock in the morning. And then suddenly they look out on the water and they see Jesus walking on the water. Now, that's amazing. Number one, I mean, here's Jesus walking on literally water. Think about that for a second. (laughs) How many of you guys have tried to walk on water before? Be honest with yourself. You got the swimming pool there and uh, you could just jump in. But you know what? You're sitting there thinking, you know, Jesus walked on water. Maybe I'm going to try. And you step right off the ledge and boom, sink. You go all the way to the bottom. I've done it. We've all done it. Uh, because th- this, there's a desire in us to see the supernatural. And I want to talk a little bit about what led up to the moment when Jesus walked on water. And then we'll get into more of how Peter walked on water and stuff like that. But Jesus was a man of prayer. If you want to see the supernatural in your life, you must be a man or woman of prayer. You must uh, begin to press in to the things of God through prayer. Faith works great with prayer. The Bible tells us in Jude to build yourself up on your most holy faith by how? By praying in the Holy Ghost. If you want to write this down, this is a great point that I heard when I was in Bible school. Tongues is the gateway into the supernatural, praying in the Spirit is the gateway into accessing the supernatural realms of God. That comes from the book of Acts. When the Holy Ghost was poured out upon all flesh, the initial evidence that they were filled with the Spirit of God, because they couldn't see the Spirit of God, all they saw was literally people filled with the evidence of speaking in tongues, and they heard people speak in all the different languages. The sign of the infilling of the Spirit, the sign of the power of God being poured out was speaking in tongues. And each one of us, if you're filled with the Holy Ghost, which most are, because this is a Spirit-filled podcast, you have access to the supernatural realm of God by prayer in your in the Spirit language. So you need to pray in tongues like you've never had before. Because faith doesn't come by praying. Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. However, prayer will strengthen your faith because you're building up yourself on your most holy faith that you've received from where? From the Word. So if you don't couple the Word with prayer, you might find yourself uh, slipping into potentially times of doubt and unbelief because you're not building yourself up on on your faith. We need to, to be people of prayer. And I say that because Jesus literally demonstrated through a miraculous sign and wonder. He went straight from the prayer closet on the mountaintop to walking on the water. He literally got filled up in private with his time with his father and began to walk on water in the middle of a storm. There's a storm taking place. The disciples are freaking out and Jesus is walking and taking a stroll on the water. I believe in the book of Mark, it says that Jesus would have passed by them if they didn't call for him. So he was not even intending to stop. He was in, he was just going to meet them on the other side. But they saw him. They thought he was a ghost, the Bible says. But he spoke out in verse 27 of verse of chapter 14, Don't be afraid. Take courage. I am here. He was basically saying, Don't be afraid. It's me. It's Jesus. Everything is okay. Maybe there's something going on in your life right now. Maybe there's a storm in your life. It's time to be still and know that he is God. That everything is going to be okay. That the storm of life will only last for for the night and joy will come in the morning. You don't have to live in a season of storms and ups and downs. But guess what? Things happen. The storms of life come to all of us, but we don't have to tolerate them longer than one day. And we need to trust in Jesus. That he's saying the same thing to us today. Don't be afraid. Take courage. Don't worry. I am here. I love what Peter did though, and I want to get into this. Peter heard that it was Jesus, and he he said, Lord, if it is really you, tell me to come to you, to walk on the water. Think about that. Peter was not looking at Jesus and thinking, wow, he's the only one that can do that. But he was looking at Jesus, thinking to himself, if he can do it, I can do it. Doesn't that sound just like Jesus? When he said in the Bible, in in the book of John, that greater works shall you do, because I go to my Father? Peter is recognizing that Jesus, all this time, has been teaching them how to live and walk by faith. And instead of being afraid, he literally takes courage. And he even goes beyond just being okay. And he goes and says, Lord... If it is really you, tell me to come and walk. And what does Jesus say? He says, yes, come. And Peter gets out of the boat, and he begins to walk on the water. He begins to walk on the same water that Jesus is walking on. He's walking on the Word. He's walking on the fact that Jesus said, yes, come. Faith is working. He heard the Word of God, and he's stepping out. He got out of the boat. The Bible says he went over to the side of the boat. And began to walk on the water towards Jesus. So it wasn't like he hopped off and he's standing there and that's it. No, the Bible says he began to walk towards him. When you begin to walk somewhere, you take a couple of steps. He could have got five steps in, ten steps in, twenty steps. We don't know how many steps, but he kept walking. He was walking. And I guarantee, here's the thing. There was twelve disciples. So there's eleven other dudes on the boat watching him walk on water. But the thing is, is they're not only watching him walk on water; they're seeing Jesus on water, and then they're looking at the winds and the waves. And I guarantee, some of them were like, you know, like the bros are. They're like, oh man, look out for that wave! Boom, crash! Man, this is crazy. They're both on the water. You know how guys are. Just think about it, how they are at a football game. They're rowdy. They're yelling. They're <laughs> they're into it. I guarantee some of them are like that. And eventually, not blaming anybody. It's just I'm just trying to put you into that situation thinking about all of the different things moving. And all of a sudden, the Bible says, as Peter began walking towards Jesus, he saw the strong wind and the waves, and he was terrified. So, before, what, before Jesus showed up, he's terrified, he's on the boat, he's afraid, right? How many of you all have been in life, and before God came in, there's many moments in your past where you were afraid. You were afraid of... Uh, the future. Many people are afraid of many different things. They were afraid of, of what, what is going to happen. Afraid of what's going to happen after high school. What's going to happen after college. Without God, it's there's a big question mark in life. But all of a sudden, Jesus shows up. And now, Peter gets into faith. He's like, hey, guess what? There's been time after time that every time Jesus showed up, things were okay. So he stayed in faith when the ele- other 11 did not. But the winds and the waves began to blow. The winds and the waves began to keep going. They never ceased. But all of a sudden, he took his attention off of Jesus and put his attention on his circumstances. See, faith requires you to keep your focus on the Word of God. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the Word of God. And we must constantly keep the Word in front of us day and night So that we may be successful in all that we do. The Bible says to meditate on the word day and night. And that your way would be prosperous. And you would have great success. Because you meditate on the word and you apply it in your life. Well here's Peter. He's walking on the water. And the Bible says that he began to look at the winds and the waves. But I want to point something out to you in this. What happens after that. Because the Bible says this. And I believe this is going to bless you. The Bible says that as he looked at the winds and the waves, he was terrified, and it says he began to sink. If you have your Bible out, I want you to highlight that. He began to sink. Began to sink. Now, when you begin to do anything, you get, it's not like it happens suddenly, it's not like it, it happens, you're, just, you're beginning. You be, when you begin to run, you begin to take off. And then eventually you hit maximum speed. You don't just hit maximum speed immediately unless you're in a Tesla or something like that. (laughs) Where it's literally 0 to 60 just like that. You begin. It's like a progression. So the Bible says he began to sink. And he said, save me Lord, he shouted. So he took his attention. He went from his attention on Christ to his attention on the waves to back to his attention on Christ. And the Bible says he began to sink. See, one of the things that the Lord will show me through this is many people start in faith. And uh, what keeps people from even beginning to start in faith is fear. So let me deal with that first before I get into people who start in faith. First, there's people who are in fear. A lot of people are afraid of the future. I already talked about that, but they're afraid, for example, uh, life comes at them. Then they get afraid to get married. Then they get afraid uh, to, ha- to uh, move and go to college or go somewhere. They get afraid to have kids because of circumstances. They're constantly looking at their circumstances. They're constantly uh, only looking at the word on Sunday and not the rest of the week. And they, they get in faith you know, for half a day on Sunday. But Monday comes and the circumstances, the winds and the waves of life blow them over. And this should not be the case. But it's just what happens with people it's the way they're living. And so fear paralyzes people. Fear is paralyzing many of the body of Christ today. They're they're staying on the boat. And uh they're not allowed they're not even they haven't even stepped out of the water or onto the water. They're afraid. And uh how do you deal with fear? You drive fear out by the God's word. You get into the word. Perfect love casts out all fear. God is love. So you want perfect love, get into his word, let it come alive to you and begin to do what the Bible says, and then you'll start getting fear out of your life. The anointing of God will come and destroy the yoke of bondage, and you'll walk in freedom. But I want to get into those who start in faith now. Because remember, I had you highlight and underline, he began to sink. See, one of the things that I love about Peter in this story is he was the only one who believed that he could walk on water too. He's the only one who believed, greater works shall I do also. He believed that. And so when Jesus said, yes, come, guess what? He hopped off the boat, he started to walk, and he started in faith. You know, many people start things in faith. Many people start businesses by faith. They start ministries by faith. They start um, a new relationship after a crazy divorce and everything going on in their life. They started by faith. They get into it. But uh, as you get going, sometimes mistakes take place. You know, as you're moving forward, there's sometimes mistakes happen sometimes uh you get distracted by the winds and the waves of life circumstances just like peter he started in faith come on god even shows us through his word he started in faith you can't walk on water without faith he had faith working for him he had the faith to walk on water but he looked at the winds and the waves and he began to sink i love that because he made a mistake out there in the water and i'm not i'm not saying you need to make mistakes because we should we should uh perfect we should press in and go towards the perfection in Christ but this is life and things happen and we should minimize our mistakes by the more word we know so i'm not condoning sloppy grace and making mistakes don't get me wrong that's not what i'm saying but what i am saying is is peter made a mistake he looked at the winds and the waves and the bible says he began to sink it doesn't say that he sunk all the way it doesn't say that he was drowning you know i love that picture that they show of jesus sticking his hand all the way into the water still standing on water and pulling peter out but according to the word it says he began to sink it doesn't say he sunk all the way as i was meditating on this it was like i was uh thinking about how when somebody steps in quicksand when you step in quicksand you begin to sink very slowly and you can't get out he you but it's a slow sinking and that's exactly what was happening to peter Peter began to sink. So he started to go down, but he didn't just drop all the way through at the bottom of the water and say, Help me, Lord. He was sinking, and it was freaking him out. But he went and took his attention on Jesus, off of Jesus, and immediately he put his attention back on God. This is why we always tell people to run to God and not from God, because he loves you and has a plan for your life. When you make a mistake, you run right back to God, and he'll grab you and pick you up. He'll grab you, and I'm telling you what, the Lord showed me this, because many people start out in faith, and you, sometimes, you, I'm telling you, when you begin to step out in faith and do things, you get so far out on the water, you can't even see the boat anymore, and if you make a mistake, what are you going to do? But Jesus is always out in front of you, you're always pressing towards Him, and your faith will work for so long, but then one moment, you're gonna, you might need uh, what is called the gift of faith. And as your faith, as you me may, may, might step out and step, do what no one else has done, and you keep going, and all of a sudden you begin to sink, but you don't get sunk. You don't go all the way under, but you begin to sink. Guess what? Jesus reaches out with his hand by the gift of faith and grabs a hold of you, and then boom, you're right back on top of the water, and he walks you right back into the boat. I'm telling you guys, God will take care of you, but many people just need to start. Many people just need to need to move on past their last mistake see peter quickly he looked at the wind winds the waves he got afraid but he quickly got his attention right back on to god how many of you listening right now i'm telling you you might be going through a storm right now you might be looking at circumstances that seem impossible but the bible says that all things are possible to those who believe it's time to get your attention back on to jesus the author and finisher of your faith. Let him grab you by the hand, and by the gift of faith in Jesus' name, you're going to see the miraculous take place. And whatever's been holding you back, whatever has been plaguing you uh, because of whatever's taken place, is going to be supernaturally removed in Jesus' name. Because he, you can, you got to keep going. You kind of just, for some, you got to just start. You got to start by stepping out on God's word. Many people need to start stepping out on his word in different areas of their lives. For some, especially, Jesus said, where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. For some, you want to see the supernatural provision of God, but you've never stepped out enough to trust God with tithing. Step out and trust him in the tithe. Let the power of God be released because you're walking on the water in the area of finances and as you tithe, watch how God will come through for you. It's the one scripture that he says, prove me in this. It's like he's saying, come on, let's walk on the water in the area of finances and prove me in this and watch what I'm going to do because I can stretch that 90 further than you can do with that 100. Come on, it's time to step out on God's word. And if you make a mistake, cry out to God and watch how he'll grab you. Just like he grabbed Peter and boom, he began to sink, but he didn't sink for very long because as soon as Jesus grabbed him by the hand, he was back on walking on the water. And the Bible says that he led him all the way back to the boat and they got on the boat. One translation says, as soon as Jesus got on the boat, immediately they were on land. Now that's supernatural acceleration. One minute you're in the storm, the next minute you're on land. The storm can end suddenly and quickly and swiftly because you got faith in Jesus' name. Faith will cause things to change. And this is the thing that, man, I I share this in Pittsburgh when I was preaching. But many times people step out or they don't step out because they're afraid to make mistakes. And I want to encourage you today. Don't be afraid to make mistakes because Jesus will grab you by the hand. And the minute you make a mistake... Uh, and you get your eyes off of christ and you you look to something else or whatever happens you lean on the arm of the flesh you make a mistake guess what get your attention right back on christ and he'll grab you and he'll pull you out the bible says goodness and mercy will follow you all the days of your life goodness and mercy are behind you on purpose because goodness is the grace of god so when you make a mistake the grace of god will pick you up And give you a hug. Or no, the mercy of God will pick you up and give you a hug. But the grace of God empowers you to move forward in life. And it will push you and propel you forward. So mercy picks you up when you make a mistake. But grace will propel you to keep going and keep walking. Don't quit. Don't give up. Just get going. Some of you need to start. Some of you just need to keep going. Don't grow weary in well-doing. For in due season you shall reap. If you what? Faint not. The devil wants you to faint. The devil is wanting you to give up. He wants you to quit. He wants you to stop believing in healing because you've laid hands on 99 people and they haven't been healed. But God's saying, go lay hands on the 100th on the person and they're going to get healed in Jesus' name. You don't quit because of what you're seeing. We don't walk by uh, sight. We walk by faith. The opposite of faith is sight. That's what happened with Peter. The opposite of what Peter was, uh, he, he was looking at the winds and the waves. And by his sight coming into the picture, it, it contaminated his faith and it caused him to begin to sink but immediately he got his attention right back on the author and finisher of his faith and boom he was taken care of so a lesson we can learn from peter in a good way because you know a lot of times this is taught and i agree with all of the teaching that says fear came in and contaminated his faith and this is why we can't get into fear we can't look at we can't get into doubt and unbelief and i agree with all that but he started in faith Number one, Peter started in faith. We should always start in faith. Never start in reason. Never start in your mind. It might look ridiculous in the natural, but God will use the ridiculous to bring forth the miraculous. It looks ridiculous to call out to Jesus and say, hey, bid me to come out there, Lord. And he said, yes, come. You think, you know, Jesus, this is the son of God. Yeah, okay, that it it might make a little sense to the people that uh to his disciples that yeah he's walking on water but now peter wants to go and here's another thing you got to get past is when you begin to step out in the miraculous i guarantee somebody on that boat is sitting there thinking who does he think he is that he can walk on water too when you begin to step out on the word of what god has spoken to you a lot of times what hinders people is the fear of man the fear of man will keep people back because there'll be people who will say who do they think they are wow they really believe in healing and uh, man, they act like everybody can be healed. But look, look at so and so, and this and that, and the other, and whatever. And just because you believe in divine healing, now all of a sudden people don't like you. It's ridiculous. Or who do they think they are? They're, you know, they're always talking about prosperity, and you, you're experiencing it. But they just they can't they can't see the experience. All they hear is what you're saying, and they think, who do you think you are? I'm nobody. I just know who in whom I have believed. I know a healer. I I know the healer. I know the provider. I'm walking on the water in these areas. I'm walking in the supernatural. I don't want to live the life of boring. And I know you don't either. You don't want to live the life of boring and the mundane. God doesn't have a plan for your life to live the mundane. He's got a plan for you to live in the supernatural. He wants you to be a water walker. He wants you to walk on the water of His Word. He wants you to step out when no one else steps out. And yes, you're going to experience the supernatural, but you're also going to experience the persecution. And sadly... Just like for Jesus, it comes from people in the church. But don't worry about the naysayers and the gainsayers because they could have what you're having, but they're choosing not to. They're choosing to look at the winds and the waves. They're choosing to wait for their season to come, and it's never going to come. But we can't wait on anybody else. It's time to step out and have faith to walk on the water. It's time to say, you know what? I'm tired of this life of boring. I'm going to step out and do what God has told me to do. I don't care whatever it takes. I'm going to pray like there is no tomorrow. I'm going to press in like Jesus did until I tap into the supernatural realm. I'm going to tap into it in every single realm. In the area of finances, in the area of healing, in the area of divine healing, in the area of... uh, of just the supernatural power of God moving in my life. Every single area of your life, the power of God, the anointing of God will be present because you're you're taking a stance of, I'm not settling for anything less than God's best. And his best is, is the supernatural. The realm that God lives in is in the spirit realm. It's the supernatural realm. It's the realm that you can't see. How do we tap into the realm that we cannot see? We believe his word and we step out on it just like Peter stepped out on the water. And don't step out thinking that I'm going to sink, but step out thinking that even if I stumble, my Lord will pick me up. Well, you're not focusing on stumbling. You're focusing on the author and finisher of your faith because if Jesus has told you to do something, you can take it to the bank that it's gonna to come to pass. He told the disciples before they left to that you're to cross over to the other side they already had the word of the lord that they were going to make it but they they got distracted by the by the storm but guess what they still made it And the same is true for you. Whatever's happening in your life, it's just a distraction to keep you off of the author and finish of your faith. Because guess what? This is an opportunity for Jesus to show up strong on your behalf. I don't care how bad it looks. It could be somebody with stage 4 cancer and God could heal that in Jesus' name. Somebody could literally have died and he could raise them from the dead. It can be that bad. Your finances, you can have dead up to your eyelids. You can have dead up to the ceiling. And God can make a way where there is no way. He can blast that thing out. You might might have super serious issues uh, with the law. God, if you cry out to God, he can turn it around. He can intervene in any way, shape, or form, and he wants to, but he's looking for somebody who will, who will walk on the water with him. He's looking for somebody who will say, you know what, I'm gonna trust the word of the Lord. I'm gonna get into my Bible, I'm gonna find a scripture that has my uh, circumstance in it, and I'm not waiting on anyone else to come and give me another prophetic word so I can stand on 10 prophetic words, but I'm gonna step out on the word of the Lord, and I'm gonna see his goodness fulfilled in the land of the living. I'm gonna see it happen in my life. I don't care if this word is working for anyone else is going to work for me. That's what Peter did. He took that stand. He said, you know what? There's 12 of us on the boat, but I'm not going to wait on one of the other 11 to say, can I walk on the water and follow them? I'm going to be the first one to walk on water. And guess what? Peter was the first man outside of Jesus to walk on water. May have been the only one since. But you know what? He had enough faith to say, guess what? I'm going to do this thing. I'm going to trust my Lord and Savior. And today is an injection of faith for you today. Will you trust the Lord and Savior. Will you say, yes, Lord. Don't worry about making mistakes. Father, I give you all the mistakes. I give you all the issues. I I don't even look to the winds and the waves. I'm walking on water. I'm going to see the supernatural in my life, and I'm going to see the, the hand of God. Come on. It's time whatever you've been whatever's been laying doormat whatever you've been stalled to do whatever is posing as an enemy in your life it's swiftly getting out of the way fear of man is dying so you can step out by faith and and you can step into your god-given potential and you into your purpose because we need people stepping into what god has called them to do time is running out jesus is coming soon and it, it, the bible says he will he find faith on the earth when he returns and I believe, yes, yes, Lord, you will, because here we are. We're people of faith. If anyone's going to believe the supernatural, it's going to be us. If anybody's going to believe uh, that in miracles, signs, and wonders, it's going to be us. It's going to be me. It's going to be you. Come on, somebody. So let's contend for the supernatural. Some takeaways from today. Begin to pray in the Spirit like you've never prayed before. You want to tap into the supernatural realm of God? Pray in the Holy Ghost. Pray in your Spirit language. If you're driving in the car, listen to this on one way and on the way back, just pray the whole time. Don't turn on the worship music. Don't turn on another sermon. Just pray. If you're at home, take 30 minutes and just pray. I guarantee if you start doing this every single day, you're going to see the supernatural hand of God come into your life. Number two, read the word of God and then do what the word of God says. Watch how the supernatural will come alive to you because you're praying and now you're coupling it with the word. And then you're going to see the supernatural take place. And number three, if mistakes happen, quickly cry out to God and watch how God will pull you right out of that. It's not a license to make mistakes. Don't get me wrong. But many times what happens is people make a mistake and they give up. Don't give up. If you make a mistake, cry out to God and He'll help you. And He'll set you back on the right foot to stand. Well, I hope this has blessed you guys today. I, I know I'm i blessed. I'm about to run around this place, man. I'm just super thrilled and excited um, I want to encourage you guys uh, please leave a review it helps us get the word out and uh, if you've been enjoying this go to our website zanerministries.com and send us a testimony or you can you can message us on Instagram or Facebook or something testimonies are coming in people are being blessed and that blesses us because as we bless you as we refresh others God re- refreshes us and I love that I love you guys thank you so much for tuning in thank you for listening to the Zaner Ministries podcast Please consider becoming a monthly covenant partner with us. We are asking God for 100 people to stand with us financially as we continue to win the lost in America. Go to zanerministries.com and click the Give Now button to become a monthly covenant partner today.